Who in the Trudeau government knew about convicted killer Paul Bernardo's transfer to a medium security prison? And why didn't they do anything to stop it? It turns out Public Safety Minister Marco Medicino's office knew about it three months before it happened, and the Prime Minister's office was made aware of the transfer in March. A new Abacus data poll shows that only 20% of Canadians say that Trudeau's Liberals deserve to be re-elected while 80% want a change of government. The so-called feminist Liberal government voted down a Conservative bill that aimed to strengthen protections for vulnerable pregnant women. Facebook blacklisted two of True North's reports on drag queen story time and labeled them as adult content. Hello Canada, it's Thursday, June 15th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Rachel Emanuel. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day, and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev is calling for the resignation of Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino after it was revealed that Mendicino's office knew about the transfer of convicted killer Paul Bernardo to a medium security prison nearly three months before it happened. Mendicino insists that he found out about it the day after Bernardo was moved. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's office claims Trudeau learned about the prison transfer the day it happened. However, despite all of this, the government did not act to stop the transfer of the convicted killer. Polyev calls the government's inaction a, quote, failure of leadership at the very top. According to the Correctional Service of Canada, the Correctional Service first emailed Mendicino's office about the transfer on March 2. At that time, the final date of the transfer had not been determined. The service then reached out again on May 25, informing Mendicino's office that the transfer would happen on May 29. However, Mendicino's first public response on the matter came on June 2, when he called the decision by the Correctional Service, quote, shocking and incomprehensible. It is not clear why or if staff withheld information from the minister, and he did not take questions from reporters on Wednesday. Bernardo is serving a life sentence for the kidnapping, sexual abuse, and murders of 15-year-old Kristen French and 14-year-old Leslie Mahaffey in the early 1990s. He also admitted to sexually assaulting 14 other women and was convicted of manslaughter in the death of Tammy Hamolka, who died after being drugged and sexually assaulted. So, Lindsay, here we're supposed to believe that Marco Medicino didn't know about the transfer of Paul Bernardo until the day after it happened, despite his office having been informed of this weeks earlier. So, obviously, there's some sort of failure in government going on here. Either he's not being honest about when he knew, or the government has so broken down that the Minister of Public Safety is not being informed of a decision to transfer a serial killer. What is going on here? Right. So when he calls this, you know, a shocking and incomprehensible move, is he feigning surprise? You know, did did he actually know about this for months? Or is he misleading Canadians? A new poll has found that only 20% of Canadians believe Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party deserve to be re-elected. The poll also reveals that 81% of Canadians want a change of government, and Pierre Polyev's Conservatives are making gains. According to Abacus Data's latest national survey, out of the 81% who want change, 50% say there is a good alternative to Trudeau, while 31% say there is not. 56% of those who want change 
and think there's a good alternative would vote conservative, while 25% would vote NDP. The poll also found that Polyev's conservatives are gaining ground. If an election was held today, 35% would vote conservative, while 28% would vote liberal. As for the age breakdown, conservatives are ahead of liberals in almost all age groups. The 18 to 19 age group does favor the NDP over conservatives. As for approval ratings, just 30% of Canadians view Trudeau positively, while 49% view him negatively. 32% view Polyev positively, and 40% view the conservative leader negatively. As for Jagmeet Singh, 38% of respondents said they viewed him positively, while 32% viewed him negatively. Rachel, according to this poll, the Polyev's conservatives really are gaining ground. What do you think is behind his rise in popularity? I think a big part of it is frustration with the Trudeau liberals and their lack of attention to issues that matter to Canadians, like the issues that we talk about so much on the show, which are, of course, affordability and public safety. I mean, even just look at this decision with Paul Bernardo. We have a government that is not serious about public safety and they're not serious about affordability. They're far too busy ramming their climate agenda down everyone's throats. And I think that's really showing through. I think as well, there's just been so many scandals in this government. If we even think at the recent David Johnson appointment and how that sort of blew up for Trudeau, it just seems like there's scandal after scandal after scandal. And I think Canadians, you know, they can be kind of apathetic to their federal politics at times. I think they're just, they can't help but notice what's going on and they're feeling frustrated about it and they're looking for a change in government. Canada's so-called feminist government voted down a private member's bill from Saskatchewan Conservative MP Kathy Wagenthal that aimed to strengthen protections for vulnerable pregnant women, amid progressives falsely claiming the bill was, quote, anti-abortion. Bill C-311, titled the Violence Against Pregnant Women Act, had nothing to do with abortion. In fact, the word abortion was not mentioned anywhere in the text of the bill. The bill would have amended the Criminal Code of Canada and added abusing and causing physical or emotional harm to a pregnant woman to the list of aggravating circumstances during the sentencing process. This would have meant that an offender could have received a harsher sentence for assaulting a pregnant woman. Liberal, NDP, Bloc and Green MPs voted against the bill. Over 80 pregnant women in Canada have been killed in recent years. Supporters of Bill C-311 had hoped passing the legislation would have brought greater justice to victims. Lindsay, we discuss so many kind of depressing stories on the podcast that you become kind of numb to what feels like all the radical changes and all the legislation that you really disagree with. But this actually really hit home for me and it really bothers me that the Liberals voted against this bill. Just the other week on the show, we were discussing an Edmonton man who was being let out on full parole after he murdered his pregnant wife. And it just goes to show that the Liberal government doesn't care about women. And they certainly don't care about pregnant women. A lot of pregnant women believe that the child growing inside them is a human life, which of course it is. And pregnant women are vulnerable. You can't move as easily. You're just kind of walking around pretty slow towards the end of your term. And this Liberal government doesn't care. And I think that passing this legislation would have sent a signal to violent offenders, of which there are many repeat offenders currently on the streets, leave pregnant women alone. What's your take? It's very surprising that pregnancy is not already on the list of aggravating circumstances in, in a crime. Now, however, I do think, you know, the, the liberals' whole shtick is, you know, they want everyone to believe that the conservatives have, 
you know, this secret agenda to ban abortion in Canada. Um, We see that come up, you know, time and time again. So I think they couldn't really vote in favor for of this because then the conservatives could nab them on the fact of okay well you believe that you know assaulting a pregnant woman is a worse crime than assaulting just a woman who doesn't have uh, a baby growing in her so like i could just see it becoming a problem for any kind of future discussions of abortion and because the liberal government they do want to be seen as unwaveringly uh, pro-choice, so they couldn't really vote in favor of this to to keep up their shtick. The social media platform Facebook has blacklisted two True North reports on a drag queen story time in Winnipeg and a Nova Scotia program that hands out fake breasts and prosthetic penises to youth as adult content that violates the company's policies. A notification by the platform claimed that the stories in question were not eligible for advertising because they did not comply with Facebook's adult content policy. The policy states, quote, ads must not contain adult content, including nudity, depictions of people in explicit or suggestive positions, or activities that are overly suggestive or sexually provocative. Neither of the two stories published by True North contained any nudity, and all attempts were made to blur out explicit materials. The first story in question was our report about how Winnipeg Pride hosted drag queen performers from the House of Hex on the kids' stage, despite the fact that the group had extreme and satanic-themed content on their public social media accounts. The other article was on the Nova Scotia-based Youth Project, which distributes free gender-affirming items such as prosthetic penises, fake breasts, and chest binders to youth. Rachel, why is this story being flagged as adult content on Facebook But these programs are apparently appropriate for children and youth. Well, that's really the million dollar question here. And I think it just speaks to the hypocrisy that we see with these issues time and time again. Oh, you can't write about them. You can't cover them. It's not appropriate to have this content online. But sure, bring your children to them. Bring your underage children to these events. It sort of reminds me of a similar story we covered just last week of Calgary City Council saying that you can no longer hand out pro-life materials, specifically images of aborted fetuses, unless those images are first hidden within an opaque envelope because the images could be disturbing to some people. And one of the city councillors who supported that policy compared seeing those images to seeing an R-rated movie and saying that we restrict who can watch R-rated movies. We must also restrict who can view these images. Well, I wonder how the aborted fetuses feel. They didn't have a choice in the matter. And I think it's very telling that this counselor did compare abortion to an R-rated movie. So it just, again, speaks to the left's hypocrisy on these types of issues. They really don't have a leg to stand on, but they're not willing to look at them critically and think about that. That's it for today. And don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.